Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andres, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, it's been a bit, yeah, a couple weeks since the last episode. Um, Gosh, I feel like I've been busy, busy, busy during this time, uh, wrapping up. Gosh, I've been doing a lot of writing. Um, I wrapped up the rough draft of the for the companion book with the uh, Crystal Oracle that I've been working on. Uh, that is just super exciting. Um, it's still a long way from being ready to be shared. <laughs> but, uh, but that said, um, having that piece um, just feels really good. And uh, there's, you know, many layers of, you know, things that need to go into it yet and refinement and um, editing and all that fun stuff and formatting and so much more. Uh, But it's been a really cool process and it's been really interesting to spend time with the crystals and stones in this way, to listen to them listen to them as an oracle. And I, you know, I guess it's it sounds kind of funny to say that because that really is how I have always worked with the crystals and stones, but focusing it in more and bringing it to paper feels like a whole new layer of the the work that we've been doing together, the journey that we've been taking together over the past. Oh my goodness decade and a half or throughout my entire life. I'm sure many of you can relate to that, that idea of um, our spiritual journey, our spiritual path. However it looks right now, our whole life has been a part of the creation of where we're at and contributing to how we experience um, how we how we experience our relationship with self, with life, with the earth, with the crystals and stones, with our unique spirituality, and that to me is pretty cool. It's pretty amazing. So today I want to actually sink into a conversation that is about kind of the collective energy of the year and then into one of the practices that I've been really leaning into as I've been um, spending more time with bringing things into a written form, um, as well as, you know, just navigating this year and the new energy of what's unfolding and opening up and shifting and changing for all of us. So let's just kind of go back to uh, the beginning of, you know, 2021 and this theme, this energetic, collective energetic theme for the year, which is a year of creative change. This is a year where we are going to be breaking through some of our own internal limitations about what's possible and around our own creative capacity 
and creating some of the things that we've kind of dismissed as like, uh, that's probably not even possible. I can't even imagine that ever happening. And allowing them space to actually come into form, to step into the place of being conscious creators and being conscious co-creators, working with spirits in the process of creating our experiences and our lives and the world. All of that ripples together. There's so many layers that are beautifully interwoven and interconnected. And right now, we're at a really interesting time um, where we have a year that is really opening up space for us to to look forward, to to open our hearts to what is really truly important within, and then begin to expand into that. So as I was sitting down and preparing for this episode, um, I found myself actually uh, coming into conversation with some questions. <laughs> it was like a, a, a series of questions came forward. Like, how do we allow ourselves to live and breathe um, this creative change energy in our daily lives? How can we give ourselves permission to creatively expand, to creatively express and to creatively do life. Yeah, some big questions, right? And then the next one was, how do we shake off what has been our day-to-day norm and begin fresh? Earlier today, I was out for a walk, and while I was on a walk, I um, came across some neighbors, and we had a little conversation. It was a sweet little conversation, and I could feel this dance within the conversation of this mutual feeling of like, oh, I'm just ready to get back to normal, and the mutual knowing that normal will never look like it once did. And this space of what really is, what is, what is it that we are going to regard as normal going forward? Now, this to me is kind of a fun energy in many ways. And one reason I find it really fun is because I'm not real big on, <laughs> on the idea of um, defining anything as normal. <laughs> like, like um, I think when we start to create that box of this is normal, that's not normal, this is normal, that isn't, we, we throw things in boxes. We put people in boxes, we put experiences in boxes, we, we place expectations, and we create limitation. So that, we'll just lay that as the foundation. Um, But with that aside, the next piece is, you know, there is something that was kind of this, everybody has their own, what is their normal? What is their day-to-day experience? What does that look like? And, um, And I think all of us had different ways that we, we lived and that's been disrupted. 
And we're in a place of, um, in this year of creative change, as things are beginning to, um, the, the tightness of 2020 is beginning to alleviate, uh, we're beginning to feel this, the um, internal sense and desire and maybe even permission to begin to imagine what, how do we want our lives to look going forward. And um, this place of imagining is really exciting because in the place of imagining, we get to open our hearts to to things we don't know of, things we haven't seen before, things we haven't done before, to fall in love with different experiences and to, to try things on, to try on different things that we haven't maybe done before. So, you know, I think one of the things, um, you know, as I, if I go back to that, that series of questions that I was sharing earlier, that how do we shake off what has been the day-to-day norm and create that fresh new beginning, part of what happens is that each of us has, you know, a bit of an emotional, like little edge that we're going to have to break through. And our creative selves have probably felt a little flat over the last year. Like our our ability to create may not have been as full of life and exuberance and aliveness as um, as we're familiar with. We may have almost this like emotional flatness, um, creative flatness, uh, kind of flatness flat feeling in life. And if you're feeling that in any area of your life, know that you're not alone and know that this is something that is that is present in the collective. It is natural to feel um, as we come to the threshold. Really, we're at a threshold um, right now in that the season's changing, the energy is shifting, there's a doorway that's beginning to open, we don't know where it's going to, there's a lot going on. So if you've been feeling emotional flatness, know that, know that you're not alone. Um, know that there's a space that's like opening for all of us and we're all navigating this together. Okay, so Here's one of the things that has been incredibly supportive for me, and that is uh, turning to the practice of shamanic journeying. Now, this is a practice that I think I learned. It's it's like it's one of those things where it's so woven into when I I made a shift into energy work and shamanic practice and 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 shifted my spiritual um, began shifting my spiritual beliefs and kind of you know opening into different uh, ideas um, from what I had been raised with. Uh, it, the, it's all really interconnected. So when I when I go back in the timeline of this journey for me, it's it's right around the same time as when I learned Reiki and began shifting my work. So um, shamanic journeying is this really incredible practice for for really deepening into relationship with self and creating relationship with spirit and then navigating 
realms of possibility, navigating outside of this physical container of our day-to-day lives and experiencing ideas that maybe aren't in our consciousness, that aren't in our awareness. So shamanic journeying is really, you know, in many ways, uh, people will compare it with meditations. And, um, and I think that's a fair enough comparison. Um, but one of the things that actually differentiates, in my opinion, um, the journey from a meditation is that there's more of, there's a, there's a base rhythm, you know, like a base rhythm that allows us to, to sink into um, an altered, like, perception and altered level of consciousness, so to speak, and, um, and connect with, with spirit and allow spirit to guide the awareness, to guide the experience. And so the parts of ourself that uh, love to be in control, that like to direct our, our thoughts and our thinking, that um, love to organize uh, what's unfolding and kind of be strategic and plan or creative and imaginative, the parts that uh, maybe uh, distract us from the deeper connection, those actually are able to be through the rhythm, through the rhythm of whether it's a drum or music or um, a rattle or a whistle or whatever that rhythm is that's creating that like cadence that allows the the parts of ourselves that are kind of on in that protective place that uh, like to stand at the front and, and make sure everything's okay. Um, it allows them to relax, those parts of self to relax. And then in that relaxation, there's a spaciousness to connect with the unknown, the unseen, the, the aspects of um, spirit that are outside of our day-to-day consciousness, outside of our day-to-day realm of reality. Um, So one of the things that, you know, really happens is that we have an opportunity to stretch beyond what has been and, and really experience everything differently, to reconnect with our core, to reconnect with our truth, and um, and really cultivate that unshakable relationship with who we are. Yeah, I really want to emphasize that, that piece of cultivating an unshakable relationship with who we are. This is such an important piece right now, this piece of really getting to know ourselves in such an intimate way that we we know our truth, we know what we stand for, we know our experiences, we are in harmony and alignment with them. And, um, and we can honor the reasons that our soul has chose to incarnate at this time, all of those sacred reasons. This is where we come into a sacred relationship with our fears, our doubts, our experiences that have been challenging or difficult. It's where we own our own emotions. It's where we own our own judgments. It's where we own our own projections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Becoming friends with the parts of ourself that have been difficult to acknowledge and embrace and, and receive. 
to love up on all facets of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So talking more about this practice of shamanic journey, it's such a great ally right now because it is in stepping into other realms, other dimensions, other connection with a spirit that we begin to open the doors to possibility that we break from the limitations of what we have seen as possible in the past and create space for what wants to be created. So shamanic journeying is a practice that is utilized by shamanic practitioners, and it is a part of their practice. It's a process in which they connect with spirit on behalf of their client. But the thing about shamanic journeying is that it is also a practice. So it's it's a it's a it's a method for um, creating healing and change and transformation. But it's also a practice that we can work with on a daily basis, on a regular basis, to cultivate a more intimate relationship with spirit, to gain clarity in our lives, to get out of our own way and open the doors to possibility, to listen to spirit directly, to receive messages directly. Very often in our lives, we have this experience of placing someone else between ourselves and whatever answer it is we are looking for, whatever um, the question is, we often bring someone else into that conversation. Well, the thing that happens with shamanic journeying as we develop that practice, as we develop that, um, that manner of connecting and resourcing the answers for our own inquiry, for our own self-discovery, we begin to develop a relationship that is so deeply trusting that we begin to recognize how we can actually access and connect with the answers that we're looking for on our own, in our own way. The other thing that is really incredible and just always leaves me in awe um, about shamanic journeying is that when I take something to a journey, when I step into a journey and I, I, I always write down a question and then I, I do my journey. When I step into journey and I journey, um, sometimes I, I find that I have a thought already around what my answer is going to be. Like, I think I know the answer. Do you do that ever? I'm, you know, perhaps you can relate. <laughs> I'm one of those people who thinks she knows the answer. And then I take it to a journey and then I go, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't make this stuff up. And the reason I come back feeling that way is because it is not what I thought the answer was going to be. And so this is one of the places where I'm referring to um, when I say that it helps us to get out of our own way, to get out of our own, like the ways that we limit our perception. And I think this is one of the really beautiful aspects that, that develops as we develop our practice of shamanic journeying. And it really, truly is a practice. I think, you know, I've worked with so many individuals over the years um, with 
journeying in many different ways, many different capacities. And it's really interesting to just be present with how everyone experiences it differently, how, um, what edges they all have to push within themselves. And those who sink into it as a practice, as something that they're not going to show up the first 20, 30, 40, 100 times as a master, show up with that beginner's mind over and over and over again. When, when that space is created, oh my goodness, that is when the magic happens. Because every journey is fresh. It is fresh magic. It is a fresh experience. And just because we had an amazing journey one day, we may have the next 10 journeys feel like, whoa, I really didn't get much of an answer on that. Or, oh, that wasn't really anything that (laughs) blew me away. Or we may feel just kind of ho-hum about it. But we don't show up for practice because we expect a a blow away experience every single time or every day. We show up for practice because that's what it is in cultivating a relationship. It is showing up. It is being present. It is taking that time to sink into the practice. One of the other things I really appreciate and enjoy about shamanic journeying is this aspect of how it reattunes us to the rhythm of the earth, the rhythm of ourselves, and the rhythm of life. It's just such an incredible self-care practice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now that we've chatted a bit about shamanic journeying and I basically, you know, kind of sum up why why is this such an amazing practice kind of benefits. Um, you know, I want to invite you, if you are someone who already does journey, who has uh, a shamanic journey in practice, I want to extend an invitation to you to, to sink into that a little bit more, to begin exploring the idea of what would it be like to bring that into my daily life? What would it be like to sink in on a daily basis, to to create a daily practice of journeying? How would that ripple through my world? Yeah, and um, I also want to extend the invitation to you whether you are someone who has been journeying for years and would love to expand your practice, or if you are new to journeying, have been wanting to tap into or discover or learn this practice in a way that could be supportive for you in your day-to-day life, I would love for you to join me for my upcoming Shamanic Journeying How-To Tips and Tricks master class. This will be on Tuesday, March 16th. We're going to sink into shamanic journey and how-to tips and tricks. We're going to dive into ways that are really practical to bring this practice into your daily life, ways that it can be an incredible ally for cultivating that deep, unshakable, trustworthy relationship with self 
and with spirit. Okay, so you can head on over to crystalshamanschool.com forward slash masterclass. Yeah, I would just love for you to join us. This will be a highly experiential journey experience, highly experiential journey experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will be doing shamanic journeys throughout this, um, this class. And I will definitely be sharing some of my favorite tips and tricks so that you can really focus this practice in and make it practical in your day-to-day lives. Okay. So with that, my sacred friends, I want to uh, just thank you for joining me today. And um, I'd love to see you over uh, for that masterclass. And um, I want to just send so much love to you as you expand in this co- in this like creative change year, as you sink into that place of more intimately and deeply connecting with the very core reasons of why you are here on earth at this time and the magic you are bringing to the world. Because, oh, my dear friend, it is so needed. The world is ready and waiting. All right. Have a beautiful day, sacred friend. Shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.